We are live now. Live from the No One Wants to Sponsor This Show studio, it's the Brian Mood Show. This specific studio of, of this podcast. Coming to you live from the works in Atlanta. It's not a secret location anymore? No, no. No, now it's a location on the books. Ooh. The works in Atlanta. There is a Fox Brothers barbecue to my left. Uh, there are... Uh, there's a, a bunch of TV screens around. I'd take you for a tour with the video camera, but it's pretty washed out today. So, I mean, I guess, you know, it's interesting. When uh, I, I texted you this morning, I was like, we should do a podcast, uh, do a show today. I mean, I think the, the and, and this is, I, I think it's an important show. I think it's an important discussion topic to do, to talk about is the, uh, the mass shooting in Uvalde, uh, Rob Elementary School. And I think, and I, and I'm sure I can speak for a lot of people when I say, as soon as these things happen and you get on social media, it just becomes an absolute dumpster fire of everyone trying to claim or claim or, or say or defend things that this happened for one certain reason. When I think we can all, at least I will reasonably say that I don't think that any one of these absolute tragedies ever happened because of one simple reason or one simple fix. I think it's a complicated issue 19 children as of now were killed two adults in a school and i remember back to when columbine happened we were in high school yep and to think that these things are still happening now and immediately we start arguing over what is or what isn't the cause when really i think everyone can just lock into the empathy of the just the horrendousness, the fear, the tragedy it is. You know, parents, families change forever in a small town in East Texas, just outside or West Texas, just outside of San Antonio. But I, I just for me, it's always frustrating when everyone locks into this isn't the reason that is this isn't. It's like we don't I mean, there cannot be one simple reason that these things keep happening. And these aren't things well, that happen, you know, every day. There's not the, the problem. More, I think more, at this more, point. But, it's not, but there's not one reason. Well, we've had such so much time to analyze these things. I think the frustration is coming from the fact that, yeah, we were in high school when the first type of incident like this occurred. My 20-year high school reunion is this summer, and it happened when I was, you know, like a sophomore. Yeah, um, sophomore, for sure. I, what's annoying about social media in terms of when events like this occur is that it feels like a lot of times people are just trying to fire out their take first. It's that like first take mentality that I'm going to be the first one to say something about this. When in reality, sure. right when it happens, I think you're right. We should be leaning into the empathy. Um, oh, just the heartbreakingness, just the yeah. imagining, you know, especially when it comes to children, but this isn't limited just to children. In this incident, it, it primarily is but also the Tops grocery store outside of Buffalo, which was adults. And, and there was race, a shooting race related. in Orange and, County, too. Right. And I think that because – and it sucks because I know we want to be able to say, if we do this, this fixes it, right? People go to gun laws, mental health. Everyone – like background checks, baby. Right. Everyone grits in on their own sides. And I think for for me, the frustrating part is that if we're going to look at this like a simple – 
hey, this is the one fix. And we'd all be stupid not to just fix that one thing. Well, right? I think like, it's like if your brakes are out in your car, you fix the brakes. But, but if the brakes have I, been out on your car for 30 years, you know, it does get a little frustrating it, where it's like, let's fix the brakes. I mean, is it the brake lines? Is it the rotors? Is it the pads? Sure, it doesn't matter. Right. Like, so you break it down to the individual parts, or maybe this, it's all of the above. It is. I mean, in my personal opinion, I'm very skeptical on our gun laws and think gun reform is it's it's sure. ridiculously overdue. And I think arguing that it's not. It just isn't paying attention to what's been happening over the well, last but even years. but even when you look at those things, right? I think we got to stop looking at it in such a broad brush because the things can be you can break those down even more minutely and say, okay, what about those laws? What are the things you want to change? I think why are these I think that the problem that I see on social media is everybody rushing to their corners already. And man, there are people's who's who, people whose lives have been, absolutely gutted, changed, right. different forever um, in a heartbreaking manner, which, you know, I think that that needs to be the forefront of, all right, well, let's, well, that clearly there is an issue. It'd be, it would be silly for us not to acknowledge that there is an issue because, you know, like you said, 1999, I mean, I believe as far as I know, it was the first mass scale with Columbine with these types of incidents, whether it's a school, a church, um, grocery store, public settings where people don't feel safe. So there clearly is an escalating issue. But to pretend there's only one issue, um, I think, or one single thing attributing to that, for me, is it just, it's taken an easy way out because you don't want to deal with it. And look, I understand that too. And I, you know, today on the radio, I said, hey, people are going to feel a way. You should feel a way. And that's okay, whether you're hurt, sad, um, frustrated, scared. Some people don't even want to talk about it. That is okay. Some people want to talk about it at length. Also okay. I think the way we process all these things is so different. I think the the thing, especially when, you know, details are unfolding and no one knows anything and we all want, we all want answers because of how fast we're used to getting everything when it comes to social media. Um, I think that we need to resist that urge to need all the answers right now and, and to, overstep in terms of what we want to say about things and understand that it's okay if you're the toughest person on the planet and you just feel heartbreak and empathy for folks who just lost children and who are scared about it and you want to cry a little bit today well, that's a hundred percent okay it's a hundred percent okay to feel any way that you feel when it comes to processing these things is fine i think that the important part is being able to say i feel you know being able to acknowledge you feel something okay but also where do you think the responsibility lies in the fact that these things continue to happen? Because, you know, it is great to have this moment of empathy and try and focus and be present for the people who endured this terrible tragedy or anyone that came before, because I'm sure things like this are a humongous trigger for them. Like, I still don't feel safe. This I was involved in an incident like this in the past. Where does the responsibility lie? And at what point do we do something? Because it's well, not good to just be like, you know, Let's all have a moment of silence and, you know, say a prayer because sure. that doesn't really do anything. And well, we're still I, in the same spot that we were and have been. I think the the error in all of it is thinking that it lies in one place, right? And I think that the things that have been going on when it comes to us, I mean, look, it's human nature to want to be able to fix something is what I, is kind of the point of what I'm saying is that we want to be able to say, hey, if we do this, this stops, right? Like we always want an explanation for something. 
since the dawn of time, we've always wanted an explanation for why things happen that we can process and rationalize. And I think when you say, where does the responsibility lie? Well, it lies in each and every one of us if you want to break it down to every part of the process, right? Politics. If you don't like how politicians vote, you got to be active in that regard. Um, you got to be active in voting for county, local, and like to the level of budgeting, money for this, money for that. When it comes to mental health um, parity, when it comes to you wait, know wait. being being able to have that in insurance, I mean, there's so when I, when, so when you say where does the responsibility lie? I mean, it lies in so many different areas, right? right. I think the you're, reason you're, we're missing the ball here is because we think it's a one issue situation. And it's not. It's not, but when 90% of the country supports common sense gun reform and has for several decades now, at least the last decade, then, then there is a, there is a point, there's a choke point somewhere in the system where it is getting stopped up. And that's where I say the response, there, there is some responsibility on the people who represent us. Oh, yeah. But that's, society, I mean, that's the job. Do something about something that 90% of this country supports. Well, okay, that's the job. Let's take it out of this issue specifically because I know th- this one can get heated quickly with people not listening to everything that's being said. That is the job of a politician, the job of your elected officials at any level from the county, state, local, city council. Um, the, you're voting for people that represent the things that you, if you were in those positions, you would want to see done. Now, granted, they have to take inventory on everybody. Um, so I think holding folks accountable for the things that you think are beneficial and healthy and you want to see the country go in a certain direction, that's a whole different issue then. I, I don't like the, and to just to play devil's advocate, the the concept of common sense, right? Like that is not, that is not defined enough. Um, common sense, common sense is... I mean, for what you was common sense, it, it to me maybe not common sense. So I think that when we use words and phrases like that, common sense, it's like, you know, I'm looking at the uh, the chat section, the comment section right now, and it's like Kathleen Reagan, stop bullying. Bullying's an issue. Bullying's a thing we have. Gun laws, like you said, common sense. Those vary by what your perspective is in terms of what is or isn't I mean, common sense. Mental health parity. I mean, I worked in mental health parity law in Massachusetts. So to me... It is totally reasonable that mental health and physical health are 100% uh, treated the same when it comes to insurance coverage. Now, that would be common sense to me. So I think for other people, they may not say the same. So I just don't, by, by using a broad brush in the term like that, it just, when I hear politicians say that, I cringe because I know that on the other side of that coin, there's someone going, well, that's not common. Common sense to me is this. Look, I, I mean, I, well, when I say right. common sense, in 1994, we passed an assault rifle ban. Um, didn't hold up. They found loopholes in it. To me, sure. to me, and I understand that common sense is very relative, but to me, and I think to most people, allowing without background checks, without any, you know, without any real structure in place to keep people from having things that were literally made just to kill people at their homes and you know, not regulating and knowing exactly who have those things. I I, I would say that well, most people would call that a common sense action. Universal background checks seems I personally, I don't want everybody running around with guns. If, if they, if they aren't responsible enough to have them, 
well, I mean, those I th- are and those are small steps. That's why I think they they are considered and called common sense, even though I get what you're saying that it is right. very relative. Well, also, it depends on, you know, where in this country you live versus your perspective on, you know, what certain um, rights in terms of the, the amendment, a second amendment and um, you, what you think certain weapons were designed for and who should be able to have and, and not have them. Um, but then again, I think we're also coming back to this knee-jerk uh, reaction where we want to pin this on one issue, right? And I, I don't think it's one, it's a single issue situation. I mean, we all can acknowledge absolute tragedy. It's a heartbreaking tragedy. I think everybody can look at this situation and say this is mortifyingly heartbreaking because um, you can you can put yourself in the position of, you know, children defenseless innocent they didn't do anything and i think like you know the thing i want people to understand is one feeling how you feel in terms of your heart is is totally fine while you process things but two when people start running into their corners and saying it's because of this one thing then for me i feel like you're also pushing your own agenda but two it's not one thing there's no one thing ever that causes anybody to do anything um yeah, you sure. got to start somewhere, though. I no, mean, I, no, in reality, somewhere. we've gone backwards. We don't start somewhere. You have to start everywhere, which means you have to be open to listening to every side of the issue. If someone says, hey, I think it's this stuff over here. Okay, well, let's look into that. Let's do some research on that. Let's see what we can do over there. Hey, I think it's this thing over here. Okay, well, then let's also do that. Because we have this weird tendency to say, like, well, if it's a this issue, then it's not a that issue. You know, when really, I think we should be... Uh, open enough to the idea of, well, why don't we look into everything people think is a concern and see how we can improve all of those aspects? Because I don't think it's a single fix issue, whether it's, I think I think it's violence in this country, non, oh, everywhere. I think there are, there are, you know, you can look at most sides of the argument, but looking at all sides of the argument, all of a sudden you're looking at things as far from we should abolish all guns and melt them down into a giant peace sign and put it in Times Square. Two, we should arm everybody. And so, you know, while I agree with what you're saying, that we should take in a lot of opinions about the matter, there are other ones that just simply are going to stop the process. They're going to stop the negotiation because they are so extreme on one side or the other. We need to come to a middle ground where we have the majority of the people in the middle feeling happy and safe. And Well, yeah. I mean, there's concessions you have to make everywhere, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't. I think if you fixate on one of these things, because you see the big things come out already. It's mental health and it's gun reform. Okay, well, there has to be on anything. If you look at everything like a spectrum, there's you're saying, okay, well, I think that though there's a lot of factors playing into this. Um, you know, especially looking at coming out of a pandemic, when you look at like maybe some mental health aspects of the last couple incidents. It's like, what kind of effect did we have when we were just isolated and going down wormholes of of just uh, logic to reinforce things that we, th- or that who knows, you know, mental, whether it's uh, becoming a psychopath or who knows. I mean, I'm not qualified as a mental health expert to necessarily diagnose anybody with anything, but I just feel like you're seeing some situations coming out of uh, an isolated two years where there's a lot of extreme ideology that could be reinforced by you know reddit threads or you know just going down a rabbit hole of things that just reinforce nonstop. 
reinforce nonstop what you already think. I mean, but then again, I think that, you know, we get into this polarized environment where everyone feels like they have to have um, a take on all of it. I think that for me, I'm looking at it like my only take is that is uh, devastating. Yeah. That there are, you know, just I, I, children be to be murdered um, and to have that entire community rocked and have it permeate like it is. I mean, look, nobody wants to talk about this stuff every day, but also, you know, can't always be hijinks well, and funny shenanigans. That, and you don't get anywhere if you don't if you don't acknowledge that the hurt exists. Right. And and if you don't start to try to deal with the problem. I think what you said earlier is very much true that if we want to start to see the change that we desire, we need to start with ourselves and what can we do? And I sure. think that does start with voting at your local level and your state level and your federal level, but also letting these people know how you feel, how upset you are about this, how angry, how sad, how, and, and hold them accountable. Well, because okay. I don't personally believe that the voice of this country is being represented when it comes to um, gun reform. And it seems pretty obvious. And I think the any, reason any is because there's I, I too much keep... money behind guns and lobbying and, you know, sure. politicians are looking out for themselves. I don't want to keep leaning into guns because I feel like that's an easy one for people to go at immediately. And then and then they that becomes a camp and then it becomes the mental health camp when really I think somewhere in the middle, it's let's improve all of these aspects for all these people in need. I think that the other thing you just nailed was um, speaking out in terms of the things you can do, like legislatively, but also uh, reaching out on a human level to people, you know, like how how are these things? in terms of social media, isolation, you know, how I feel like there is a disconnect with, okay, well, also, what about just, how do we, like, checking in on each other? You know, sometimes people say, well, this person could have, you know, people see things, they don't say anything. And, and again, that's not even, like, uh, something that you can say, well, that's the reason there either. It At, at some point, you have to acknowledge that if there is a spectrum for all of these incidents when it comes to violence that pe every one of them is going to be, can't be treated exactly the same. Right. Right. The gun didn't and walk I, into that school and fire. No, no. And I think the need fired by a person right. who is dealing with a lot of obviously some serious demons and, you know, and we have to deal with both of those things. But personally, I think the fastest way to keep that, that person in that position where they feel like this is the kind of thing they have to do from doing it is to eliminate the tool that they would use to do it. Not eliminate, but at I least mean, make it harder to get. I know you say okay. eliminate and everybody freaks out. No, like, no, 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 because, saying, no, because I, I live in rural. Everybody I know has guns. I'm fine with it. They are very sure. responsible. They know what to do with them. I trust them with them. I don't like the idea that anybody can walk into a Walmart just about or a gun show and not have any record. Well, just, I don't know. I don't know the policy state to state. I wouldn't I would not get in the way of people presenting more reasonable and more, uh, you know, more difficult ways for people to get weapons that would do mass casualty damage. But I do want to stray away from the idea that if you, that, because thing, bad things can still happen, right? You can't eliminate sure. everything. That's why I want to just keep, you know, keep kind of hammering on the fact that resist the urge to go into one corner, right? Right. Because it's not a one corner situation. If it was, we'd all just snap our fingers, change the one thing. Right. You know what I mean? Which is why I think there's a hesitancy to do that because I don't believe it's a single issue thing. 
you know, I think that, yes, making certain weapons harder for people to get will be a deterrent, but will it be an elimination factor? No. I don't know. And I'd probably, I would stray away from saying it would across the board because if people want to do bad things, they can do bad things. I mean, you know, look at like Oklahoma City, the Oklahoma City bombing. Like that guy didn't walk into a place with a gun. He did a ton of, you mm-hmm. know, he created a, a national tragedy um, using, you know, regular yeah. farm ingredients and things. But, but we do, I, there, there's a problem that needs to be addressed. Um, and we should, you know, we well, gotta, okay, we, I mean, we've got to do something. Well, respectfully addressing it is, I, I think, the point, right? Which is kind of why today we wanted to jump on here and do a podcast about it because as much as I want to goof around, it's, it, you can't, you can't walk away from seeing the coverage of Rob Elementary in Uvalde and not say, poof, like that one hits me. Like I don't even have, I don't have kids, but I have nieces and I have nephews and I have, I worked in elementary schools and, you know, my mom works in elementary school now. And, you know, I have a, a godson. We have a godson in, you know, in high school. It's like, I dropped him you, off at school this morning. And I literally thought about me. it. Right. He was getting out of the car. I was just like, you know, have a good day at school. And then was just like, Wow. That's like, it. I, and in the in the place where you've always trusted your kids to be the safest, your most vulnerable, be the safest. And, you know, when you have an incident like this happen, it makes you ask a lot of questions and it makes you have a lot of feelings, too. And I think that the one important thing that I want everyone to acknowledge and I, I will speak directly when it comes to men in this regard, because I feel like sometimes men have a, have an issue with like being vulnerable. But I think even being able to say, like, I know I've talked to a lot of dads today who are really emotional about, you know, end of school, going to see their kids' award ceremonies. And 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 I think the important part is to understand that it is okay to feel all those feelings, you know? It's okay mm-hmm. to feel all those feelings. And it's also okay to not stomp out on social media and start firing off shots about what you think or won't think will do it. But also keep that keep that hurt and those feelings in mind because, like, you know, like you said, there are, there are a lot of different areas in which you can influence these things and make the community safer, whether it comes to more funding for certain things, whether it's mental health, um, policy reform of any kind, mental health, um, gun control, whatever it is passionate to you. I think that I would love to see people get better at saying, Hey, you know, like I don't necessarily agree with everybody on everything that they say, but if you're coming from a perspective of genuinely wanting things to improve, then how can I be that mad at you? You know what I mean? I if I'm going to be willing to hear you out and you have sound, you have a sound perspective, I may not even agree with the logic, but if I understand your perspective, then I feel like there can be a way where we can go, okay, I'm over here. You may be over here, but we can talk our way to some uh, space where ultimately I think every single person on every side of the the multitude of issues involved in these types of uh, incidents of tragic violence, nobody wants this thing to get worse. You know, right? Nobody does. No, and everybody has. How we get there is a different question. You know, if somebody comes out and says, like, you know, well, the problem is that we need to arm our teachers. If the teachers were armed, then things like this wouldn't happen. Like, I respectfully uh, am hearing what you're saying, but also uh, we need to come back from that a little bit. Because I think most people who are saying they want, you know, gun reform aren't saying they want to eliminate them. Just saying that, you know, it's we're the only country that has this problem, but we're the only country that has, you know, well, as lacks of. And, and that even being it. said, that even being said with the rules 
and things like that. It's also when I say that it's not a single issue situation, it's clearly not. I think things in um, the evolution of how we interact, how we either socialize or isolate, how we've been isolated, neither one of those things I think are a so, like I said, there's no sole thing to blame. No. But acknowledging all those things, I think, is the part of it, right? Like when you do a research project, you don't just pick your theory and then just lean into trying to prove it. You take information in from all sides. And I think that, you know, I'm going to try to, I know for me, try to lean into how sad it makes me, you know, and how tragic it is and how sad it is for the, for all those families and those children that lost their lives and, and say, you know what? I'm willing to listen now to other aspects of it. Yeah. Not that I wasn't before, but I'm I'm going to re reaffirm, hey, I, I listening think- and understanding and not being the first one to call each other a moron on Twitter to have a trend because what's that doing? That does nothing. Yeah, and I, I mean, I agree with what you're saying too, just about social media and its role in things like this. And I think part of what you're talking about is that polarization where it's like, I, I'm right, you're wrong. There's two sides. Sure. And social media has really been like a megaphone for that type of thing. Well, it can amplify things that are on the outlier of logic. I'll say that much. Like right. The things and, that we get inundated with aren't the general consensus, but it seems to come firing at us in a way that is very aggressive. And you'll talk to somebody who might, you know, be pro-gun uh, in person, and what they say makes total sense, and then you see something that they post on social media and it's so much more dug in it's just it's like in its foxhole just hunkered down ready to fight when you know that that's that's probably a misrepresentation of how they feel so like what you were saying you know if you're mad if you're sad if you're upset or depressed i think the internet is the last place to go go for a walk go for a walk you can find the places in the internet that are supportive as well i would say say that or find the um, things that are so far from what you think that you can say look at how ridiculous these people are they want to just take away you know they right i mean you can read 100 confirmation bias you can find it in any direction and the, when it comes to taking something very like a an incident and amplifying the outlying edges of the opinion which is why social media has been difficult but it's like someone jumping in right now and listening you know midway through a podcast live stream you didn't hear all of the context or opinions, but you know, I always find it funny and also depressing that Twitter will have to ask you if you're going to retweet an article headline, if you want to read the article first, and it's like, I've done that. And I've been like, I should read this article, but I'm, I'm just making a dumb joke about a dumb thing from the New York post that has nothing to do with any, it's just some stupid, you know, Florida man got in trouble for this. And, but I'm like, I probably should read the article because what yeah. I don't even know if this clickbait, I don't even know what this article is. I'm just using it as my quote retweet joke. So, right. You um, don't know what the source is, where it came from. So, anybody jumping in late to this podcast, earlier I was stated as saying we should melt all the guns down into a giant peace sign and put it in Times Square. So, that's, yeah. I'm on the, I'm on the record. That's how I feel. Sure. All right, Pat. I don't even know if that, I don't even know if that helped clear anything up. <laughs> Anyways, look, uh, I think, I, I really do think that the key, especially on days like today, is the, to give everyone an extra bit of grace and leeway because no one knows how these things, when you get inundated with this sad, tragic news and how it affects you 
sometimes we don't even understand or realize that it's affecting us in a way that is hurtful or that it's going to make us a little shorter at work or snap doing this um, because we're feeling heavy and we're feeling sad, sadness and empathy um, and frustration and anger um, for whatever, whatever direction that you believe. I think in the, in the initial hours after something that's, you know, life altering, culture altering, I think it's important to just take a step back and be someone who's going to go, you know what? I feel like this. I understand today might be, this might affect, this might or will affect me, but also this might and will affect other people. So I think it's important not to, the first thing we do is run off and start insulting everyone with hashtags. And uh, um, honestly, when you texted me this morning and asked if I wanted a podcast, the first thing that I thought of was like, oh man, are we going to talk about what happened in Texas? And, and, and at first I was like, ah, man, it's heavy. I kind of want to just avoid this and not right. think about it because it's easier. But then at the same time was thinking to myself, we can't just get on and be a couple of chuckleheads and be like, oh, no. you know, I mean, like, I so I'm glad we're talking about it. Um, well, I wanted to, I wanted to tell the story about how, how uh, I worked out for the first time at a boot camp yesterday, like at one of those boot fitness boot camps. And I was so sore. I kept making like, like pain noises. Every time I'd move and Jessica goes, are you going to make a noise every time you move? And I was like, yeah, yeah, probably. Probably. I haven't worked out in a long time. I feel old. I feel old today after that boot camp. So um, if you have any comments, opinions, you're always welcome to put them in the stream comment section. Um, and I look, I the only thing I would preach is um, a be open to other people's opinions. I think we're not going to get anywhere if everyone just starts calling each other morons. Um, which is hard. <laughs> it's hard for everybody when you it's disagree it's and you're passionate. But I would say the people that get passionate, good, keep that passion because there are a bunch of different ways um, that we kind of discussed earlier in terms of voting for politicians, policy work, what you're going to vote for in referendums for where your tax dollars go. There's a lot of places that you can put your efforts to, to help rectify situations um, of violence in this country that change, devastate lives and, you know, alter entire families and communities. So thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, we will do another podcast show this week with more stories about how, uh, how I'm making old man noises now because my hamstrings are hurting. How I had to clip a miniature horse's toenails the other there day. There we go. Pad to clip some mini horse toenails and I'm just I feeling called hooves. Is it hooves or hoof? Hooves. I, um, I feel so like I change it up. Love you guys. Take care of each other. Um, and like I said, please today, remember that a lot of people are feeling um, feelings, different directions, processing things that are hard to process and to just take a little bit of extra time just to be kind to each other and, you know, the people you love and even more so the people you don't love. Be kind to them as well. The person that works anywhere on all these things, if yeah. we start to listen to one another yeah. and respect one another's opinions and have, you know, positive, meaningful debate. And negotiation. Conversations is what it is. No, in debate always sounds like there has to be a winner. I, I, said, I said debate and immediately it was like, oh, God, I hate people who are like, <laughs> I'm just debating. It's like, no, you're arguing. You're it's arguing. That's debate. what you're doing. You just hate it because Killian, our younger brother, is better at it than both of us. And he always ends up being right. All right. Yeah. Love you guys. Take care of each other.